And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Greenlight Reviews is back and in your face to talk about another <laughs> movie. I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. I think we're in their ear, maybe. <laughs> maybe so. Okay. We're talking now about Nims Island, mm-hmm. directed by Jennifer Flackett and Mark Levin. Right. Written by Joseph Kwong and Paula Mazur, and Paula Mazur is the producer as well. But it's based on Wendy Orr's novel. That's right. Nim is Nim Russo played by Abigail Breslin. She is 11 years old. She lives on an isolated island with her scientist father, played by Gerard Butler. And what keeps her going is her love of all the animals around, especially the seal. Right. And the little lizards that are running all over the place, and the pelican. The only way she learns about the outside world is by reading books, adventurous books, written by Alex Rover. Mm -hmm. And what she doesn't know is that Alex Rover is really Alexandra Rover, (laughs) played by Jodie Foster. She lives in San Francisco. She is totally neurotic. (laughs) She's afraid to go out of her door. She doesn't talk to anybody. She just does all her living off her computer. And somehow they start communicating with one another over the Internet. Mm -hmm. This is a very cute movie. Abigail Breslin, for those of you who don't remember, she was Little Miss Sunshine a couple of years ago. I adore her. Me too. She is just very, very cute in this film. What's really amazing to me about this movie Mm -hmm. is that Jodie Foster is truly funny. And I think the lovely thing about her in this movie is she doesn't act like Jodie Foster. She puts herself into this kind of slapstick comedy kind of setting. Sure. And she's terrific at it. I think she was pitch perfect, actually, as that agoraphobic, twitchy, fussy, eccentric writer who spends all of her days at her computer. And she's also a clean freak. She can only eat certain kinds of soup. She's just totally weird. And she's absolutely delightful. That's right. She eats Progresso soup three times a day. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I've known some writers who are very much like her and maybe some ways I'm a little bit like this character so I identify with it. Me too. Me too. I know. Writers come with some odd characteristics, that's for sure. You know, this movie took me right back to my childhood less when my dad would take me to the local theater on Saturday afternoons. Nim's Island, therefore, was a perfect movie for me and it would have been back then And I know that it's really aimed for schoolgirl audiences who just loved the Wendy or novel. I think what's so great about it is that the center of the story is this very resourceful, smart, independent young girl, Nim, played really, really nicely by Abigail Breslin. And she can manage quite nicely, thank you very much, on her own when her dad decides to leave her for an overnight where he's going to gather some scientific data from the ocean. Well, what happens is a tropical storm kicks up. She loses power in the house that they live in, and he is temporarily lost at sea. And that begins the long-distance relationship on the computer between the character that Jodie Foster plays and the Abigail Breslin character, Nim. I just thought this picture had a wonderful, wonderful feeling about it from beginning to end. Well, I thought it was very good in a lot of places. I think that it does tremendously appeal to 11-year-old girls, but you might have noticed almost at once that I am not an 11-year-old girl. That's true. (laughs) And so 
I thought the middle of the film fell apart for me when, for some strange reason, a bunch of tourists land on this totally isolated oh, island. Oh, and I love that whole sequence because I have taken 35 cruises in my life, and any time a movie can take pot shots at tourist cruise ships, I'm all for it. And I thought they handled that material brilliantly. I thought it was so clever and so different. I haven't seen that before. Well, one of the problems for me is that all of these tourists were grotesquely overweight. Well, take a cruise ship with me and I'll point out how true that could be. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> I think that Nim's attacking them. Well, shot putting lizards to make them all scream and gasp. Oh, I thought it was hilarious and funny and imaginative and inventive. I did not think so. I loved it. I loved everything about the picture. The other thing that bothers me is Gerard Butler. Really? He's not one of my favorite actors. He not only plays her father, right. but he plays the imaginary character that Alexandra Rover has dreamed up. It's her alter ego in yes. a way. Uh -huh. Alex Rover. I got very tired of him very, very quickly. I thought he was charming and mm. handsome, and I loved the fact that he would appear and kind of counsel poor Jodie Foster's character, who was always nervous and frightened and flighty. Well, I am not going to tell anybody with kids not to go see this movie, because I think it is very, very well done. It's funny. It's honest. I mean, it's a fantasy. Yes, but Les, you know what's great about it, too, is that this is a picture that does not have computer-generated graphics. The imagination comes from the brain power of the little girl, Abigail Breslin, and from Jodie Foster. That sets this picture apart from all the other so-called children's comedies out there, and this is really wonderful because it shows kids that they can use their own smarts in order to solve problems, and it might even encourage a few kids to get back to those science classes. I would certainly hope that that would be true. Again, what really appealed to me about this picture was Jodie Foster dealing with all her hang-ups, all her neuroses, <laughs> not just being agoraphobic, but once she gets out, she gets in the back of the taxi, right. she throws up <laughs> in the taxi, and she tells the <laughs> taxi driver, I get motion sickness, and he says, we haven't moved yet. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's another part of this film, too. I think that Abigail Breslin shows incredible survival skills here. She's a super kid, and yet, when the chips are down, she realizes that being all alone on that island, it ain't what it's cracked up to be. She needs help. And that's a wonderful message in this movie, that adults need to put their problems on the back burner in order to help kids, and kids need to appreciate a grown-up's comforting hand when it's offered. That's a nice message. Well, it's a very nice message, and it really kind of didn't reach me. So I'm not that thrilled with this film. Again, I think that if you have kids, take them to see it. They will enjoy it. They might get the message. They might not. But for Aww. me, as a male adult, it just didn't touch me the way it was supposed to. I didn't hate this film at all. I'm giving it a yellow light. Wow. I think it's wonderful that you're going to give it something else, aren't you? I will. You know, Dim's Island gets a beautiful beautiful green light. Well, it gets a yellow light for me. I think that little 10-year-old girls are going to enjoy it, probably little boys too. I'm not so sure about adults, and I is one. I is one too, and I loved it. Okay, one green light for man, one yellow light for me for Nims Island. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies.
Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> so, no. Right.